BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. This is Bob from Grand Rapids, and you're listening to the Eric Zane Show podcast. If you're new to the show, this is a guy who'll make you laugh and make you cry. Some days you'll want to hug him, and some days you'll want to punch him in the face. But most importantly, if you disagree with something he says, don't worry. He'll change his mind in a couple of days anyway. And now here he is, Eric Zane. Thank you, Bob. Welcome in to the Eric Zane Show podcast. This is a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures from the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. Uh, my gosh, uh, Baldwin Ace Hardware, a beacon of DIY awesomeness in the Northland of Michigan, where it's uh, it is a it is a chilly ass day today here in the great state, the Peninsula, uh, if you will, the Mitten, a high of just fifty two. And uh, it's rainy as hell. And in the northeast of the United States, they are getting bombarded with rain. I mean, just blasted. Oh, remarkable. Uh, extremely terrible weather. Uh, but uh, you know what? It's better than hurricanes. It's better than wildfires. It's better than the um, all of that nonsense. No threats to our lives. Just a little bit chilly. We get that here in Michigan in the fall, which we are officially in. We still have some great days, though. We're still going to get days in the 80s. What What's uh, bizarre is you get that day when, like, all the leaves are falling off the trees, but it's like 86 degrees. Uh, did you hear that uh, yesterday was a big day for climate uh, climate activism? I'm going to talk about that a little bit later on. All the big hitters came out. So, you know, uh, I opened up with the little uh, caption at the start of the live stream. You know, give people an idea of uh, what I'm talking about. So yesterday, I uh, I wrote something on there 
that I didn't even get to, which is it kind of like happens on this show. You, you list the things you want to talk about and then you get sidetracked. And the next thing you know, you're two hours into the thing and you're like, Oh God, forget it. I'll just do it tomorrow. That's kind of, so I want to get after this. Now I am getting hatred from people. Uh, who I don't know if they're fabricating email accounts and then writing to me and then I write them back and then they don't respond to when I write them back and I'm not even fighting with them. I'm not even saying terrible things like I like to do because I actually do like to fight. Um, you know, that's kind of what has gotten me in, uh, put me in Facebook jail for the past uh, uh, eight to 10 days or however long it's been is when people attack uh, oh my God, I, I just, I, it, it, this, this anger wells up in me and I just, uh, i actually think I have become a better individual since I have not been able to engage these people on Facebook. Um, and, and that all stems from when I would like post a, oh my God, uh, uh, uh people are butthurt that Jimmy Kimmel made some jokes about, uh, uh, the, anti-vaxxers or something like that and then people just they lay into me they say you're you're an idiot you're a jackass all you 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 can't keep a job here you are making your dad work to get people to listen to your show shame on you i mean really stupid shit pisses me off so bad if if you think i'm not gonna lie to you 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 have been very successful in getting me pissed i am very rarely am I a shrug it off and roll with it. I want to fight. I want to strangle you. That's why I was so excited when uh, uh, Greg Neuenfeld uh, attacked me on uh, Wednesday of last week. I, I actually was like, oh, thank God. Thank God he finally grew a pair of nuts so that now we can officially volley back and forth. Thank God. So, as I revealed earlier this week, I am now a DJ on America's greatest oldies radio station. Big 101.3. I do it from right here. I, I, I get done with this show, I click a button, and then I'm on. Uh, truth be told, I'll be completely honest with you, it's all pre-recorded. Everything is pre-recorded. Uh, and... Uh, I can record it here. It takes me like an hour to do like a five hour air shift. Not even it's, it's, it's that easy. This is the easiest job on the planet. And you also have the ability to, if they give you a permission to click on any station that they want you to be on. Hey, can you voice track, uh, middays today in New York, New York, um, and all week, as a matter of fact, on, on this radio station, what's the format? Ah, it's a rock station. All right, yeah, I'll do it. Okay, how much is how much am I going to get paid? $150,000? Well, no, uh, what do you make an hour? Uh, however long it takes you, multiply that many hours by your wage, and that's what you get for being on in New York, New York. Oh, okay. Radio. What can I say? It is what it is. So people are like, you sell out. Here you are. I mean, we were we were impressed that you were sitting here, uh, uh, you know, fighting the good fight against the establishment, doing your podcast. Like, yeah, well, I, I still am. 
mean, I'm here, but uh, what would you do? They're offering me to be on the radio. I sit here, I do it, and I'm on the radio. What what the hell's wrong with that? Yeah, but uh, yeah, you said uh, uh, all this about uh, uh, radios. That, well, okay, okay, look, my opinion on the current climate of uh, the medium is simply my opinion. Doesn't mean anything. I would say, I would venture to guess there are, are many, many people who would argue with me on that, and they're more than welcome to. But uh, if they think that I can help them by saying, Big 101.3, here's Louie Louie by the Kingsman. Well, I'm going to do it. Why wouldn't I? You would too. The people are busting my balls about being on the radio. Durkett says, I guess it really is F you money for unemployed jocks. Well, look. Uh, yeah, I mean, they. Uh, at the end of the day, they can try to get the job too. It's not my, excuse me for being on the air here for, I don't know, 15, 16 years. Excuse me for, even though I haven't been on the radio in two years, being the most popular radio person in this entire fucking town. You know why? Because there isn't any one of them that says anything worth a damn. Never has been. So excuse me that I invested in myself and worked hard to be a prominent personality. And so GD humble too. So screw it. If somebody wants me to be on their radio station, hell yes, I'm going to go onto their radio station. Are you crazy? You know what else I get to do? I talked to the boss over there and he go, I, he go, I go, well, you know, I'm, I, I'm, I'm going to mention the uh, website where people can find me. He goes, I don't care. I go, you realize, and I say poo-poo, uh, uh, caca, pee-pee all the time on the podcast. I, I swear like an idiot. I don't care. You don't? All right, well, I'll take your 12 bucks an hour. Doesn't matter to me. I appreciate that. So today, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., Filling in for the multi-talented Allie Mack. Guys, she will be back next week. You know, I think I got the camera set on HD or something because I just hugged O'Neal and the dog hair is abundant on this TC paintball hoodie and I'm embarrassed by that. My God. Dirk says something interesting to say. What? Like, that was beat beat by the playmates. Here's the witch doctor. I don't know. Well, it, when I said interesting to say, I mean, when I was on the radio, like prior to, I was the only one that would say, I mean, Greg would just sit there and get mad at me. Howings would sit there and stare. Uh, Joe was the producer. Uh, when I, I, no, you're right. I am not saying anything interesting now. I am simply hosting music. Get it straight. Kent, drop the E, add a U. Says, I changed our warehouse radio from WLAV to Big 103, Big 101. Point, I don't even know the name of the radio station. Big 101.3 this week so they can hear you. All right. You need to know, 
that yesterday on Smarter Than a Former Drug Dealer Trivia on Patreon. Um, okay. We had a guy named Ian taking on Dale. Ian is relatively new to Patreon. And, uh, <laughs> okay. I asked a question. It was Ian's turn. And by the way, Ian spells his name E-O-I-N. E-O-I-N. Ian. Like, what the fuck is going on in the world? And he was losing badly. So I threw him a softball. Kenny, you're just such a dildo. God. He never, never learns. Ever. Before I get to this, how many times have I ripped on that guy? About just, first of all, just talking too much. You just talk too much. You, you, it's remarkable. Go back even further. I had a horrible, ugly incident with him where, uh, I used to, he used to intentionally disrupt the show by revealing the key points of my story. On the chat. And so I got upset with him and had like a temper tantrum or something like that. And despite all of the years of browbeating, blood, sweat, in some cases, tears and fighting and blocking and, and anger. Despite all of that, he still does it. And I don't know how. In my time of dealing with raising my children from when they were little, little children to dealing with my grandkids to dealing with adult kids, comparing it to Kenny, I have never met anyone who listens less. Never. It's stunning. Anyway. The question was, what is the first day of the week? And Ian was so sure. He goes, Monday! Then I said, uh, no, that is wrong. And then Dale goes, it is? Well, shit, that was my answer too. Both of them did not know the answer to the question, what day is the first day of the week? Now, if any of you do not know that, you have to admit it right now. So Dale goes, well, 
Maybe it's Tuesday. And then uh, he goes, I'm just going to guess Sunday. So he gets it right, wins the game. My God. Absolutely fantastic. Uh, Trivia. Who made his debut in Action Comics number one? Oh, my God. Kate says, that moment was so damn painful with, hey, what day is the first day of the week? Jesus. Dirk says, gee, I can't understand why 99% of calendars show Sundays on the left. Tyler says, I was so flabbergasted with that question. Have neither of you ever looked at a calendar? I, I asked that question just so dude could get it right so he could score a point. Holy shit. Uh, his brother-in-law, Ian's brother-in-law is a guy I used to uh, chat with quite a bit on text. Uh, and I'd watch him play hockey. He played for the Grand Rapids Griffins. Andy Mealy is his name. He still plays in Russia professionally. So I texted him and I said, dude, I am going to uh, uh, send you that audio. Uh, by the way, Amanda is uh, uh, dying alone on the hill about Sunday being the first day of the week. Uh, she has been, uh, um, she said, actually, any day is the first day of the week. And now she says, hey, Sunday is the weekend. No, you realize seven days make up a week, you stupid idiot. And you can't say Monday begins the week just saying. First of all, quit saying just saying, you fucking moron. Eat 300 seconds. My God. And blame Kenny for the kick in 300 seconds, how that's going to pick up because that stupid freaking bastard mouthed off already. Jesus. Stupid, stupid people. Get me going. Get me pissed off. All right. Follow the show on Facebook, facebook.com slash Eric Zane fan page brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. Typically, it is on Facebook, the show. Uh, I will be re, uh, after I get out of Facebook jail, I will be on there for a little bit uh, while live while we get uh, Twitch set up. I'll let you know. I'll give you plenty of uh, warning about Twitch. Don't worry. I will not leave you in the dark about how to watch the show live on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane or just twitch.com slash Eric Zane. It'll take you to the same spot. You're going to want to follow that page. Eventually, I will be there, and the live stream will only be there. Twitter, at Eric Zane Show, brought to you by Blue Frost IT, a Periscope video. Please retweet it with a snarky comment. YouTube, brought to you by My Policy Shop Insurance. Please subscribe to the YouTube page. Hit the bell notification and the thumbs up. A lot of people have been talking about um, this incident right here. If you, you, you can see it on the screen share. And I want to talk about the, um, at the uh, border, the southern border, 
there has been uh, a new graduating class of people trying to get into the United States. Uh, they're Haitians. Thousands of Haitians. Like 15,000 Haitians would love to come into the U.S. This image right here. Uh, all the bleeding hearts were like this uh, This border patrol guy on horseback, which, you know what? I, raise your hand. I had no... If you if you knew they were that they would patrol the border by horse, I didn't. They're actually cowboys. Look at, uh, they got the uh, border patrol gear on. They're wearing cowboy hats, and they're on horses. This is fantastic. I would have thought they would have uh, mixed in like a side by side or an ATV or something like that. But they are legit going old school at the border, like fucking John Wayne. Now, this is a very stressful job, even though I would love the fact that they're riding on, on I would love riding on a horse to, to do this, to, to kick the ass of people trying to get into the United States. Um, lawful, but awful here. You need to un- understand that uh, you can't just saunter into another country. I can't just go strutting into uh, Canada uh, or, or, or Mexico, well, maybe Mexico, but uh, no, uh, you, you can't just strut in. Now, if you're a, uh, what the hell is that one uh, chick's name? I don't even know her name. I just know she goes by AOC. She is, she is just despondent. She is so upset that this is happening, that people are like uh, being told, no, you can't just strut into the U.S. Even though we have Biden in the White House, there are still our rules. You still just can't walk in and set up shop. Now, it turns out uh, several thousand of these people were allowed to uh, uh, come into the country, but then uh, by a certain date, they need to show up to a governmental uh, office and say, hey, I'm here to try to get asylum. Uh, Whether or not they get that and whether or not they even show up, who knows? Uh, I mean, if you're in America and they say to you, yeah, make sure you go to the office and uh, fill out your paperwork. They go, yeah, smell, yeah, sure, no problem. I'm not going to do that shit. Uh, they probably should, though, because if they then don't and they are caught, then they are taken back to Haiti. These people left Haiti years ago, okay? Years ago, there was a massive earthquake like a decade ago. And so somehow all these people uh, left Haiti and went to South America. So they're all over South America in different countries. And then... As soon as, okay, they've been walking since the election, these people. I'm not kidding you. They have been walking as a big uh, Game of Thrones-like uh, uh, community. Uh, they, like, would would meet and then just walk their way through South America. And they get to the southern border through Mexico. And, like, and then the, Mex- the Mexicans are like, oh, fuck it. We don't want these Haitians here. Let's just send them to the U.S. So all these Haitians. Uh, uh, start coming into the U.S. and the, these guys on horseback are like, no, no, hang on, hang on, fucker. Now, you notice uh, all these guys have these plastic bags full of takeout food and uh, blankets or shit all over the place. They're sleeping under an overpass and then these guys on horseback, they come by and they're, they're trying to keep people from coming to the U.S. That's their job. So this guy right here on horseback, 
He's got, uh, everybody's like, oh no, look at this. They're whipping this poor guy in the Shaquille O'Neal jersey or the San Antonio uh, Spurs jersey with no shoes on as he's, he's in the middle of the Rio Grande and they're going to whip him. Those are his fucking reins. Those are the reins he uses to, you know, guide the horse. No one's getting whipped. It was all bullshit. My God. Okay. This one, I, this is great. This guy here, look at him. He's, he's running away. He's got his takeout. He's got his Coney Island hot dogs. This dude's, I don't know. He's got like a, a tent. These people all have those uh, tote bags. They are loaded down with gear. Uh, all wearing donated clothes that say like uh, various teams that uh, lost the Super Bowl as world champions. And so this guy right here, I'll show you another image of this in a second, a front image, because there's photographers everywhere uh, taking pictures of this. Now, most bleeding hearts, like dumb shits like Brian in Detroit, see this and they're like, this is, this is so terrible. This is heartbreaking to see. And I'm like, no, this is, this is fantastic to see. This is what you have to do to secure the border. This is, this is, we have actual fucking cowboys who are grabbing people. And uh, it, I, I want to see the next image where he like throws them on the back of the fucking uh, uh, horse, the ass of the horse and drags them back to, or uh, rides back to Mexico and throws them onto the Mexican side. It's like a fucking game. So these Haitians are running across the border uh, do it. Look at, look at all these people. Oh my God. And you see this guy on horseback here. He's like one false move, one false move. And somebody's going to get it. All right. Uh, more from this guy. Look at how pissed off this guy is. He's like, get the fuck back there. Now this is the one I want you to see this image right here. Okay. <laughs> pissed off dude on horseback. And he's like, you motherfucker. He's got the chaps. He's got uh, uh, the, uh, um, what do you call it? A bulletproof vest. And dude with two, three orders of takeout food is smiling. He thinks it's hysterical. This dude's got his Gatorade. He's in good shape. He's fine. It's a little warm. No big deal. But these Haitian guys, this guy is, look how much fun he is having. The cowboy is trying to pull him uh uh, you know, onto the, uh, onto his, onto his, the horse is ready to kick his ass. Look how pissed off the horse. Oh, motherfucker is hot out here. Why the fuck should I should be eating oats and you motherfuckers are here. And this guy is laughing his ass off. Look how much fun he's having. So, you know, fuck these guys. You can't just strut into the country. I feel bad for the cowboy. He's got to wear this leather gear and, uh, you know, he's, he, look, he hates his life right now. So, uh, dicks out for the Cowboys who are trying to keep all these, uh, 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 Haitians with takeout food and, uh, and, and a lot of BO, no doubt who they just walked. Some of them walked across 11 countries. We should actually, um, you know, talk about it. Trump's sitting back saying, ah, it's not me. I was building a border wall. No way, not me. That that wall sucked. That wall's already fallen apart. That was a shitty wall. So that's like the uh, big story right now leading the news, the fact that there's 20,000 Haitians trying to get into the United States.
There you go. Just figured I'd get into that to start the show. I want to show you Connor McGregor. <laughs> okay. I was going to get to this yesterday. Ran out of time. McGregor, who is recovering from a broken leg. And uh, he, he at the uh, VMAs, when he was going after Machine Gun Kelly, he had a cane. I mean, this guy's leg broke in half. And uh, he thinks he's going to get back into the ring for another fight with Dustin uh, Poirier. Is that how you say it? For a uh, for fourth fight with that guy. And um, the Cubs invite McGregor to throw out the first pitch. Okay. And I will never understand how people can be so terrible at doing something as simple as throwing a baseball. We've seen some bad ones over the years. Um, Carl Lewis had a bad one. Horrible. Uh, Dr. Fauci is not an athlete, but his was terrible. McGregor's is worse than Fauci. I don't understand how someone who can be so athletic can't even throw. And, And the thing about McGregor, he actually winds up like he's done this before. Uh, but you ever see somebody step forward with the wrong leg when they throw one? Oh God. So I want you to uh, pay special attention here. First of all, the suit looks ridiculous. It's like six sizes too small. He's way muscular. So the suit is cut in a way that it's like he's wearing fucking under armor. So the suit kind of looks weird on him. Somebody on uh, Twitter wrote, uh, I wrote, how, like, how did he, how did this even happen? And someone said, because he's wearing a suit for a 14 year old and he's an idiot. Okay. So let's check it out. You notice he does this little leg kick. Like he's, uh, you know, this little, like he's starting a motorcycle like, um, him with his loafers on, uh, is getting a um, a nice spot for his foot uh, to to like place it for his windup. Look at that; it's just ridiculous. All right, <clears throat> excuse me. Looking in all these photographers, he's got to be feeling some pressure. Everybody's got uh, their cell phones out. You got the mascot here. You got the guy for the Cubs. He's gonna catch the ball. Okay, now he's going into his windup. He's going to bring that leg up, that right leg up. He's going to plant, and he's going to throw. But then watch this. All what? Ready? And then what the fuck just happened there? Oh, my God. He shrugs. Look at that suit. That's ridiculous. My gosh, look at that. How do you do that? Jeez. Absolutely terrible. My gosh, you must see this. I will link this up in the show notes of the podcast. It, it's worth a watch several times because if you like, you know, you, you can uh, at any different time you watch it, you focus your attention on a different person. They're all laughing in his face. This old guy's cracking up. 
This intern thinks it's hilarious. Look at the chick here. She's like, oh, my God, I cannot believe how shitty you are at throwing a baseball. The mascot is like, watch the mascot. McGregor, boom. All right, here we go. Throws it, and then what the hell is that? A mascot turns his head. All these fans are like, holy shit, you asshole. Jesus. This guy's, how about this guy? Did you see that one dude? He's pointing and laughing. This dude right here, he is, he's actually like, aha, you asshole. <laughs> this dude's laughing at him. McGregor deserves it. He's a first-class asshole. That is fantastic. Oh, man, so great. All right, share that with your friends. I'll link it up, and you can check it out. Um. All right, let's get to this. The governor of the great state of Michigan is in the news. Now, you might be like, ah, great. Not again. What's going on? I found this to be remarkable. All right. After all we have been through, I did not expect to read the headline. This is the governor, of course, who has been uh, probably one of the most strict governors when it comes to um, uh, shutdowns and things like that, it led to all the Michigan shit kickers uh, storming Lansing. And, and uh, there was actually people plotting to kill her about six miles away from here. You know, uh, all of these things happen. And people were, were they were actually doing uh, uh, rehearsals about how they were going to kidnap her. And then before they do up, do that blow up a bridge so that the uh, 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 authorities can go to where that happened. And then they would storm her vacation home, grab her and kidnap her and then kill her. That was the plan. And, and that's because people were pissed off by masks, stay inside, shut down essential employees, all that shit. So why am I reading yesterday? Uh, Governor Whitmer agrees, no mask mandates in schools and no vaccine passports in Michigan. Okay, she's going all uh, of, of Florida here. And I'm like, wait, huh? I did not expect this. I thought, uh, okay, some are suggesting she is um, bucking the trend or buckling under the pressure, if you will, because we're getting close to election time. Uh, Bleeding Heart Brian wrote to me specifically. He said she's doing this because she's trying to appeal to people who might be on the fence about voting for her. And I think it's a great point. Holy fuck. Whitmer saying we don't need masks in school. Okay, now this is huge. First of all, if that, and this is going to be enacted October 1st. Now, what that means is that um, state employees that work for county health departments no longer will have the authority to say um, there is a mask mandate K through 12 or whatever. I, I forget what it is. Uh, K through uh, various school ages in Michigan. Um, they've said that kids going to school have to wear masks. And that has led to some fantastic moments where um, pissed off people 
have gone to these uh, school board meetings screaming and yelling, uh, you know, all sorts of um, uh, terrible things uh, to the school boards. And the school board's like, well, it's not up to us. It's up to the county health department. And and people are not having it. They're sitting there and they're treat- they're acting terribly. And we've, we've talked about quite a bit of that. And uh, But now the school boards, well, they still don't have anything to do with it. But the governor has said that if you're a health department and you have said that kids need to wear masks in school, they will no longer have that authority. And it, the school boards can then just say, you know, they had, then it's, then it really is on the school board. So if they decide that uh, they don't want masks in the school, then they don't want masks in the school. So this could go one of two ways. If they decide the school boards to um, not have the masks, then that's going to make all these Patriots who are pissed off in the first place happy. Or if they decide, ah, we're just going to keep doing it the way we want to do it. That's going to be even more excitement at the school board meetings. All right. More specifically, Whitmer and the state agreed on a budget proposal. So money was involved here. In order to get the budget passed, there was all sorts of language about this exact thing. Happens all the time. Uh, Language banning health officials from enforcing mask mandates in schools and preventing state public agencies from enforcing vaccines on employees or customers. This is a huge, huge thing because there have been people who are on the verge of getting fired by their employer because they've said, hey, you got to get vaccinated. Now, as you know, where I stand, I'm like, you all should get vaccinated. And if you get fired because you don't get the vaccine, well, that's your own fucking fault. But now all these patriots like, yeah, we love Whitmer. What? The world is topsy-turvy here. This is, this is absolutely the opposite of what we dealt with one year ago. And my question is, why the fuck did you put everybody through that one year ago if you then turn around, you know, when things are just as shitty now as they were then and say, nah, nah, it's cool. Holy fuck. In my opinion, this makes her... Look like a fucking wishy-washy twat. She was doing so well. I actually loved the way she handled this. I thought she's handled this up to this point excellently. So why the fuck are you caving, you asshole? You shiny-faced moron. You can't say no. You gotta, you're, you're almost to the finish line. You got to step on these Patriots' throats now. Ah, But no, the new ally for all of these don't tread on me, truck nuts on the vehicle, fuck Biden flag waving is Gretchen Whitmer. Who knew that you would have an ally like this? Oh, my God. Quote, the director or local health officer shall not issue or enforce any orders or other directives that require an individual in this state who is under the age of 18 to wear a face mask or face covering. Okay. All of you patriots are, 
love this. You are like, what the fuck just happened? Whitmer just said yes to us. Who knew that this would happen? The language uh, means that health officials mask mandates for K-12 students in areas Oakland, Wayne, can any county, null and void. Instead, mask mandates would be left in the hands of school boards and districts. So the school board's like, oh, fuck. Now it's our problem. Shit. She will sign the budget in time for the October 1 deadline when the fiscal year begins. Wow. The $70 billion budget deal would also prevent Michigan public agencies from enforcing vaccine mandates on employees and customers. Allocate $2.2 billion in higher education funding. So now they're just talking about the dollars and cents behind it. I am thrilled that the legislature, and this is, this is her quote, I am thrilled that the legislature and I were able to come together to agree on a bipartisan budget, Whitmer said in a statement, according to MLive. Our collaboration is a testament to what's possible when we work together and put our families, communities, and small businesses first. Well, wait a minute here. Yes, but maybe, I guess, uh, I don't know if everybody's going to agree with that, but um, that flies directly in the face of what you put the whole state through a year ago, does it not? I mean, seriously, that kind of looks fucked to me. That looks like you're weak. It looks like you caved. It looks like you're putting all that shit uh, in front of public health. And that that's, that's horrible. This is a bad thing. Man, I don't know. Let's see what people say about this. We got a lot of comments. Now she, now she's for small businesses. Holy shit. Yeah, exactly. It's like fucking, she was like all about shutting it all down. And now she's like, oh, no, 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 no. We don't need any masks. Fuck masks. Don't even get vaccinated. Uh, Jason says, purely political move, trying to save face. I'm not the bad guy. It's your local level admin. School boards now hate Gretchen Whitmer or Big Gretch. Boy. Yeah, this is uh this is kind of a mess. Jason says, nice job, Whitmer. You're out of Zane's spank bank forever. Yeah, I am no longer, I am no longer on board. That this is rough, and I and I, to me, she she did great up to this point. Jason says, still the worst governor ever. This is a desperate grab for re-election. Sure looks like it. Not gonna work because people don't forget. In my opinion, the only way. That I would, um, okay, that I would not vote for Whitmer is if there's somebody that I think is worth, well, obviously, but right now, um, I, I don't know of anybody who 
uh, is, is worthwhile on the Republican side because I think they're all batshit crazy. You show me someone who doesn't seem like a lunatic and perhaps, but this sucks. Um, this hurts in my opinion, uh, her ability to get my vote. This is a huge deal in my opinion. So when, if the election were today, I would think, uh, very long and hard about voting for her. This is a problem in my opinion. I know I'm not voting for that lunatic who lives five miles away in Allendale. I forget his name. Uh, no, I, I remember his name. His name is Ryan Kelly. He's a fucking asshole. All right. He's a fucking grandstanding dick who I wouldn't vote for in a million years. He's one of the fucking morons who stormed the Capitol on January 6th. Uh, that's all I needed to see. So I know I'm not voting for that asshole. So I don't know. Maybe the guy who used to be a Detroit cop. I have no idea. I don't even know who else is in the running. But Whitmer, in my opinion, hurt her chances of getting my vote with this bullshit move. She should have dropped the hammer. She should have said, uh, she should have locked us all down again. She should have said vaccine mandates. Uh, everybody has to get vaccinated or they have to leave Michigan or they're put in jail. She should have said that there's Gestapo on the street saying, show me your papers. I would have been all for that. But no, all you dummies now are going to win your Herman Cain awards because of this shit. And she is partly responsible. Screw that. My God. All right. So every day I do this show. And then it ends. It's about two hours. What are you supposed to do? What are you supposed to listen to for the rest of the day? That, you know, um, I'm not saying I'm the best, but you definitely know me. If you sign up for my Patreon, you've got that much more content to listen to every single week. That way you're not like, oh boy, what do I listen to? Hmm, I don't know. Uh, I, I'm very, very greedy about the audience. I want all of them listening to me all the time. If this is you, put me on probation and give me five bucks. What what are you talking about, Eric? Try my Patreon. If it sucks, you're out five bucks and that's it. You cancel it. But if you like it, you've got 15 plus hours of content each and every week. More stuff to listen to while you drive, sit at work with your earbuds in. I don't know. However you get the show. Five bucks is all of the audio. The audio archive is there. It features the bonus podcast every single day. All right. Uh, not to mention the smarter than a former drug dealer trivia game. The lost Zane recordings, which is my old radio shows on BBL. The insane asylum, my two hour music driven radio show on Northern Michigan's Q100. And the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast weekly on Patreon, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Try it for a month. Five bucks is all it'll cost you. If it stinks, cancel it so that it doesn't renew on you. All right. And then you get the rest of that month free. But if you like it, you can either let it ride each month or convert it to a yearly and I'll save you 10%. For the super fan, you can pay 10 bucks a month. That way you get all of the audio all of the video, because I do live stream, and you can even be in the live 
audience for the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast, which I now have officially have a list of people to send it to. I have been taking careful notes, and I think I have 30 or 40 people that I'm going to invite for the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast, which happens tomorrow right here. All right. Well, on Patreon, not right here. Kyle writes, this is how democracy works. See, Dirk, you can be taught not all patriots are idiots. Yes, when you get more votes and it's legit, you win. Uh, Dirk wrote, Whitmer will win, just like the California governor, quote, won his recall, and Biden won. Uh, And Kyle wrote, yeah, when you get more votes and it's legit, you win. Dirk is crazy. All right, he's a lunatic. Okay, you got to understand that. Dirk is, you know, he thinks Dirk is getting sued by Dominion voting systems right now for spreading. Dirk beats off to pictures of uh, my pillow guy. All right. So you got to understand Dirk thinks that all of that shit's rigged ever since uh, his butt buddy Trump lost the election. He just, he can't handle it. Now, the only thing Dirk has been right on is that Biden is in the throes of dementia. That is true. That is the one thing you are correct about. The rest, you are absolutely out of your mind. Zane, why do you always hold trivia cards? You're right. I am. I don't know. Something to hang on to. Uh, okay, now that me saying that about Dirk, acknowledging his lunacy, now he's writing all sorts of crazy shit that no one cares about. I am not going to read your nonsense, you sick fuck. Just sit back like Kenny and shut up and enjoy the show. All right? Dirk's going to a uh, 9-11 was an inside job convention this weekend. He is chairing a panel, and he will be there, of course, in Florida. All right. Be joined momentarily, in uh, at least in theory, for another edition of Let's Kill with Kyle. I don't see him yet in the room, though, so I don't know where the hell he is. I hope he doesn't stand me up. I don't like people standing me up, Kyle. Kyle from Dumpster Divers. Okay, you see what you did, Dirk, you dumb dick? Now, Corey's arguing with you. All Corey wants to do is enjoy the show. And you start this nonsense... Uh, about elections, and now now people are fighting. All right. So sign up for the Patreon. I would love to see you there. The live stream and the open are brought to you by Dumpster Divers. Call or text 616-375-9962 to get a dumpster divers dumpster if you are in West Michigan. They're not going to travel everywhere. But if you're in the West Michigan community, 
this is who you need to call. First of all, their dumpsters will cost you less. When you have, you know, some scuzzy grease monkey drop one of those ugly ones off that are all rusted out in your driveway, uh, what you're paying for is a weight limit that you cannot possibly uh, uh, hit by all of your uh, stupid shit that you're throwing into your dumpster for your house purge. Uh, Dumpster divers uh, don't operate that way. They price it lower because basically the dump charges the dumpster company, the county dump charges the dumpster company to put the shit in there. And they price it higher and they make money off of you that way. Dumpster divers doesn't operate that way. They charge you the lower amount if you happen to go over it after they weigh the dumpster before they throw it into the landfill, uh, well, then you'll uh, get a prorated bill. It's still less than the higher uh, level that everybody else is paying for. That's the difference when it comes to dumpster divers dumpsters. Call or text Emilio, not Black Emilio, and Kyle. 616-375-9962. Also, junk removal and demolition. All the info is at uh, dumpsterdiversllc.com. When you see a uh, dumpster divers vehicle transporting a dumpster, you you can't miss them on the uh, local uh, roadways. Uh, honk at those guys. If you see Emilio's face, uh, try to get a picture. I'm telling you, that guy, I, he's a black guy, in my opinion. I don't know. I mean, Kyle says he's not, but he sure looks like a black guy to me. Very, very confused by that. Sounds a little racist, frankly. Thank you to Blue Frost IT for being on board with the show. If you need a managed IT service provider, 616-285-50. Blue Frost IT, or just email info at bluefrostit.com. Um, if you are, have tech at your work, obviously most do, um, and you're looking to upgrade, get a complimentary consultation from Alan at Blue Frost IT, uh, and, and you'll sit down with Alan. And uh, he'll say, what's up? And you say, well, all my computers are slow. All my employees hate me because this stuff is shit. So I've decided to invest in the company and I want all new stuff. He's going to ask you various questions about the nature of your business to determine what type of tech you need inside of each computer. And then he's going to go, all right, I see your needs. I'm going to go and price this all out. He's going to end up telling you what you need. You agree to it. You buy it. He gets all the stuff. He sets it up. Any type of... uh, uh, um, navigating in terms of um, work to do, putting in hard drives, things like that, installation, software, printers, uh, monitors. He does it all. That's a project. That's project work. There's project work. There's managed work. Uh, Retrofitting your office, wiring. He does it all. Blue Frost IT. Info at bluefrostit.com. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. 
new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. All right. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, the entrepreneur, the multi-talented, handsome, one-third of the business. I guess I should say one-half. I say one-third because his better half, Blue, you know, is the one that is in charge. Uh, It's Kyle from Dumpster Divers. Kyle, how are you? What's going on? I'm doing well. I don't have my coffee because it's raining, so the traffic went a little nuts this morning. But I'm alive. I think you should just uh, invest in your own coffee maker. Uh, well, you know, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. well. No, you are a little bit though. Because here's why: um, that that Panera pricing is just ridiculous. Eight ninety nine a month. Even if I bought my own coffee, and then you factor in the water bill and electricity, we're going over eight ninety nine. I think. Well, well, and the price of the coffee is 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 expensive. I mean, yeah. if you even if you. Even if you uh, had like a uh, an old school like Mister Coffee coffee maker where you put the big filter in and scoop the coffee in, you're right. It's just that you. But right now you don't have coffee, so you're right. You're right. Maybe as like a a backup plan. Yeah, it's it's smart to think about that type of stuff. But <laughs> I'm just over here coffeeless, so that's where we stand. <laughs> All right. All right. So, um, all right. Everything is going good in your world. Uh, I know you have a number of things you want to talk about. I know every week you sit down and you have things that you want to talk about. And we, we rarely get to all of them or even sometimes any of them. It's cool. It's cool. Oh, man. Hold on. Hold on. There we go. Yeah, it's uh, I do have a list of things. First thing I was going to bring up. Um, wait, do you have stuff you want to talk about? Are we are we? Uh, you know, I, I, uh, I always do, but, uh, I, nothing, nothing is, is pressing right now. I, uh, I'm just, it's just good to see you after a week off. We have another week of, uh, Detroit lions shit. Um, I know that you're a lions fan and we talked about now, you know, looking back on the idea of you and me making, uh, having uh, a commentary over as the lions game plays. I'm so glad we did not do that because I would be fucking sick at this point of having to watch. I haven't even watched any of those games. I watched like one minute of the most recent game on Monday night football. And I shut it off at halftime. And I said, now's a great time to shut it off because they're right. going to fuck it up. And they did. Yeah. We got, we got to pick a game where like they're playing like somebody who's not doing, you know what I mean? Someone who's on like the Jack. Are we playing the Jaguars this year? Let's, let's, let's do that game. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I, I don't know, man. I, I, they, they, they might not win a game this year. That was, that was, if there's ever been a story of two halves, that was it. You know what I mean? That was, it was rough to watch. But the good part for what we intend to do is I was talking the whole time while watching it. So it it worked out pretty good. Okay, good. All right. Well, what is, uh, what is on your mind, Kyle, that you would like to get to? So the first thing is, um, I heard you the other day talking about Boulder Ridge. You went to Boulder Ridge. I did go to Boulder Ridge, local uh, animal reserve. Not exactly a zoo, but it's zoo-like, much smaller in scope. And uh, I love that place. 
Yeah, I, uh, I, I was when I heard you talking about it on the show. I, you had the exact same thought process I did, which is I never heard of that fucking thing before ever. I never heard of it. And uh, all someone, someone's like, yeah, there's a zoo like over in the woods over there somewhere. Good, go, go ch- or well, a farmland, I guess. Go check that out. So yeah, yeah me, me and Blue and Jameson, we went, and um, it was cool. It was cool. Um, but here's here's what when you start talking about those giraffes. I became infuriated because I was trying to, if you were looking at me, looking at my phone like a couple minutes ago, I was trying to find this picture. Let me tell you about what happened to me at Boulder Ridge, okay? <laughs> Where we bought the carrots. We're going up there. We're going to feed those giraffes, right? We're going to give yeah. them some carrots. Okay. Uh, but I guess it's human nature that when there's giraffes around, you lose all sense of reason c- completely in any way, shape, or form, right? So there's a small, there's a line forming, right, for the kids to feed the giraffes, right? So in my mind, as a as an intelligent, self-respecting adult, you look at the situation and you go, okay, there's a line, and there's kids here who want to feed these giraffes, right? So let's respect the kids. We'll keep getting in line, you know what I mean? Yep. But so we're in line, and we're almost about to get up there, and Jameson's pumped. He sees that giraffe, and he's ready to give him a carrot, you know what I mean? And so we get up there and then this family of like 11 people walk up, like right when we're about to go and you hear this dude, I can't see him yet, but I hear him go, Oh yeah, we can just walk right up there and feed that giraffe. Now this is why I became infuriated. I'm like, look behind me, dude. There's about 40 people in line ready to feed this giraffe. Right. (laughs) And so this guy's like, Oh yeah, right at like right after this guy, like, we'll just go up there and you can feed him. He was telling his kid that or whatever. And I'm talking, it's a family of eleven, right? So it's a small army, and they're all thinking exactly the same. So it's going to be hard to deal with. So right. it's our turn to go up there, and as I'm picking up Jameson, and you know he's well, I'm holding the carrot, but he's holding the carrot, and we're feeding yeah. the draft or whatever. Yeah. So I was trying to find the picture. We have a picture of me, beautiful photo op, right? Me, yeah. Jameson, sunlight is coming down, luminescent, baby. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. everything's cool. The giraffes and perfect. That big old tongue came out to grab the. Um, <laughs> and who's in the picture? This dude standing right next to me, like his shoulder is touching my shoulder, and he's trying oh. to feed the giraffe. And I'm like, "What's going on right now?" You know what I mean? Just <laughs> infuriated. So, anyways. I'm, I keep feeding because I'm like, I'm way taller than this guy, by the way. He's, I don't know, probably like a measly 5'8". And so he's just right there. And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to, you know, make my arms a little wider and be like, get out of my picture, dude. Uh, and anyways, he does not. He calls over more of the family of 11. And then they start crowding us out of our own picture, right? Oh, and no. So a little fired up about that. And so I'm, you know, as we've talked about, very chill. So, like, I'm not going to, like, turn around and, like, you know, like, pick the dude up and toss him out of, you know what I mean? So anyways, yeah. but I am going to make some passive aggressive statements, right? <laughs> so right, just, yes. they go, we got to get the fuck out of here. I'm sick of these people. Oh! And, <laughs> and he was right. He's right here. Right. He didn't, he didn't look at me. He, he, that's what I'm saying. Like his reason, everything was gone. He was just yeah, like, I need, yeah. I need to feed this giraffe. Right. And anyways. Well, that's great. That is uh, probably the most uh, aggressive, aggressive, passive aggressive thing I have heard my entire life. Yeah. So, wow. So you're telling me that from talking about it Monday between Monday and now you went? 
No, 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 no. Oh, I, had, okay. I think it was maybe June, okay. June, July. It was it was real hot. Um, so yeah, sometimes sometime this summer. But when you talked about it and you said I had never heard of this place, but it was cool. I was like, then I started. I was like really perked up and listening because I was like, same thing. Who knew? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I, I, I really like it. I, I know what you mean though. People get blinders on and they, I saw, we had the story about the lady who was pounding on the glass for that big cat. I don't know what type of cat it was. It was some yeah. exotic. I think I saw that happen too. <laughs> like, dude, Hey, Hey, knock it off. Just fucking, I mean, seriously, it, I don't know why, because I've said before that uh, sometimes these types of um, things bum me out because it's an animal living in an enclosure. And yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm with it, you. But at the same time, when I see how much the kids love it, uh, I'm like, eh, you know, they it, they're they're the well taken care of um, and whatever. They were bred in captivity. That's how it's going to be. So <laughs> we are the we are dominant. We are the dominant species. So now I'm trying to get them on as a sponsor of the show. Yeah. Heck yeah. Boulder Ridge, baby. I know. I was like, yeah, it was it was a cool little place. Uh Smaller, I guess, smaller than I anticipated. Um, but in that small volume or small area or whatever, there was like a lot of little pathways. So we right. walked around for, for quite a while. It was it was entertaining. Did you go into where all the uh, uh, parakeets are? Yeah, that was. With, a trip. Did you have the stick of with the food on it? I had the stick. And here's the thing: I'm not a bird person. Like I don't get like fired up about birds. Like I'm, you know, like they kind of freak me out with their little the little claws, right? But so I went in there and I'm like probably more terrified than most of the kids at this point. But yeah. I, so I, I had two of them because uh, Jameson was just, he was not into it. He was like, fuck these birds. Like get these birds out of my face. <laughs> so I had two of the sticks and Blue had one. But um, so anyways, I just like threw the hands up like this and all of a sudden like 80 birds just like descended upon my hands yeah. and they were like landing on my hands. And I was like, not into it, but also... I was doing it way better than all those stupid little kids in there. So yeah. The, the thing is you want, I kept wanting to kick the kids in the face because uh, they walk into there. And then as soon as the birds come near them, they start freaking out and the birds are hating. It's like, you little fucker stand still. The bird wants to eat the seed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's it was that's how it went then you got all the kids not fired up about birds <laughs> um yeah the, then you got the kids who would just like go in there full stick i mean let's talk about the efficiency of the, the stick model full stick one bird comes down on the hand kid freaks out throws the stick and it's just on the ground and then yeah so it's like they charge you a buck for maybe one seed for some of these kids but it was cool all right excellent so boulder ridge got it all right, Boulder what else Ridge. you got, Kyle? Let's take a look here. Um, let's see here. You were talking about p- parenting yesterday, right? Yeah, probably. I don't remember what the this hell is, I do on this, this show. Is the problem. I was driving, so I try to make little notes to myself. And uh-huh. I wrote down parenting and shit in reference to Wednesday show. So I don't know. <laughs> I oh, forgot what I was talking about. I don't, well, hell, don't ask me. I have no idea. <laughs> and it's... By the way, uh, I, I while, while you look at that, I want to go over one moment in particular. Uh, I got to pull it up here. It might have been a, it might have been a uh, email. I'm not sure. Do you have my phone number? Me? Yeah. No, I. I no, no, no. Just okay. Email. Here it is. Here it is. You wrote. Um, 
on Saturday at, uh, this was sent. Oh, the email I sent you. <laughs> you wrote, you wrote, dude, this next show, you wrote, this is, these are your exact words. Dude, this next show, I told the story of our last podcast. So that right there is, it's a struggle. Dude, this next show. <laughs> I told the story of our last podcast, LMAO. I loved it. And they said they want to call in this next show and support me. How do we do it? And I'm like, wait, what? So I wrote, what's up? I'm confused. And you wrote, LMAO. Sorry, man. Me and Blues fam and friends went to a concert last night. So I was pretty hammed up. <laughs> What? Yeah, what? that was. <laughs> so here's the thing: we went to we went up to what's that casino called? Uh, Little River, um, because we wanted to. It's been a long time since we've been able to go to a show. So I mean, it was Skid Row. Um, so ah. I, I mean, like, no, you know, like you're not really pumped up to see Skid Row, especially since like the real band's not together, or whatever. Yeah, but, I don't like, even know who's in the band now. Yeah, um, but we were like, you know what? Let's go to it. Just so you just uh, just to be able to go. Um, so at that time, I sent the email. We were we were. I think I was drinking at that point. Some two hearteds. I had some two hearteds going down me, and um, just having a good time. And I was on the air, and then this huge Eric Zane show conversation started, um, okay. and I was. Well, I was promoting the heck out of it. I was like, yeah, watch that thing. And I was like talking about Twitch. I didn't know what I was talking about, but I was talking about Twitch and talking about all this stuff. And I said, um, blah, blah, blah. And they were like, oh, were you on it this week? And I was like, yeah. I was like, this week was rough. I was like, I was like, people were hating me. So as I was telling the story about the hate um, in good in good spirits and good nature, by the way. I wasn't like, anyways. So then- of course, of course. Uh, Everybody else who was drinking some two hearted and some drinks as well, they go, uh, they're like, we're calling in on the next show to support you against the people that were hating on me. Oh, anyway, that's what yeah. the email was about. But the two hearted got got in control of my hands and they didn't really finish my yeah. thought. Oh, it, it was horrible. It was one of the worst. It was one of the worst emails I've ever received in my life. <laughs> the last time I felt. Uh, I, I, that, that email felt me worse when I, uh, had one that said, Hey, Eric, uh, mom has COVID. Uh, that, that, that's, a, that's, that, that's how bad that email was. Yeah, that was, uh, I know that when I clicked into my emails the next morning and I was like, that doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. So, anyways, that's um, what that was. We were, we were just having, having a time. You know, getting back to skid row. Uh, you know, to me, whenever you have a rock band, it's always the lead singer. If the lead singer can stay intact, you have a chance of being able to um, maintain the momentum that the band may have had or restart your career or something like that. Uh-huh. You know, uh, Skid, Skid Row out of beautiful Tom's River, New Jersey, not far from where I used to live when I lived there. But uh, Sebastian Bach, the voice of Skid Row, is not even in the fucking band. How can no. you... How can you call the? I always hated that when uh, they they replace the lead singer. Man, very rarely have I been have I gotten behind that. Uh, like ACDC, I could see it because they established a string of hits with Brian Johnson since like the Back in Black album. 
Yeah. Um, but uh, very rarely is that ever successful. Van Halen, you had Sammy Hagar. I know I'm providing examples now, but it's just, uh, I, I, I kind of hate it when they then continue to tour. But what's beautiful about Skid Row is not everybody is aware of who is or was in the band. So you might not even have any idea it's a new elite singer, you know? Oh, no, yeah. Well, you could tell that this dude was, he was like younger and had like this black, uh, kind of like Jerry Curl hair, but I don't really know how to explain it. it. It looked fake almost, his hair. But anyways, yeah, we were we were there jamming. And at one point I did, I turned to somebody, I was like, who is this guy about the singer? <laughs> I know. I didn't, Number one, the the sound quality wasn't too great. I don't know if that was Little River's fault or just like how the how everything was set up, but I couldn't really hear like what he was even saying or singing quite a bit. But yeah, at one point he started talking like he was like the greatest singer that's ever graced the earth, and that his talent was the reason Skid Row is great. And that's when I was like, who is this guy? Even I don't even know who he is. Wait a minute. So he actually started to talk about himself. Yeah, it was, the, you know, like the banter, the crowd banter. Um, yeah. Yeah in, yeah, in my opinion, you know, yeah, in that situation where I think, yeah, most of the rest of the band, I think, is the original band. But yeah, have those guys talk. Don't have this random dude, probably named like Chucky or something, doing it. And I, yeah, so nobody knew who he was. But w- the funny part was a lot of older people there, right? Like a lot of, not older, I shouldn't say older people, but a yeah. lot of parents parent aged people there uh so when this guy was talking nobody really cared like it wasn't like if when everybody was in their 20s like you know like ah, you know like when people are when somebody says something you cheer everyone was just like looking at him as he was talking so that was pretty cool the, the, yeah the dude is his name is zp Thirt. this is him right oh. here you can see it this is this is the guy okay yeah, so you're right yeah, he's like 28 all in shape <laughs> He's got he's got a fucking thumb ring on. Uh, <laughs> look at all this shit on this asshole. Uh, all these stage clothes. Probably got a, a pin dick. And, uh, you know, I mean, my God. ZP DeVilliers Theart. DeVilliers Theart. He's born in 1975. So I, 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 he just looks young. He's only uh, five years older than me or younger than me. He's from South Africa. South Africa. Uh, Okay. First, first garnered attention as the original lead singer of power metal British band Dragon Force. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, that, uh, <laughs> there's some, there's some connections being made in my brain. I remember Dragon Force from you like do? 07, 08. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. Okay. I didn't think about that. So that that's your guy right there. It's All right. De Villiers Theater. I can't De Villiers. That's uh. That's just- it's a fucked up name right there. <laughs> All right. There you go. So that's your, uh, that's, that's your skid row history today. Skid row, man. All um, right. What, what else you got, Kyle? Let's see here. Uh, here's what I've been noticing, right? Uh, a lot of, a lot of four way stops happening in the world. This is a lot of four-way stops. Whenever there's a road that meets and it's not that popular, you're going to find yourself at a four-way stop. Um, what, here's what I keep noticing, right? How come when I get there and there's, there's more than one car, so you're supposed to follow, you know, follow, you know, the order of who got there, you know what I mean? And Correct. Be respectful. Whenever there's a middle-aged lady there, 
she's i've noticed the difference between men and women at four-way stops is what i'm this is my point here number one the lady's just gonna go whenever she wants she she's not gonna follow no order or who got there for or anything um oh jason i like that um the kill i can i can do some other accents um but first let me get on yelling and then i'll do some accents yeah Um, ignore the ignore all of those Uh, every one of them is going to try to derail you they do this to me every fucking day so uh i I, i'm speaking on your behalf you just got to tell them to fuck off and they'll be they'll be good all right um so here i am right dumpster divers truck where you know you're at the four-way stop you want you know some semblance of um what's the the what's the opposite order you want some order order. there you go so anyways yeah the lady she's just gonna go whatever she wants that's what you get right but the dude is is frustrating in a different way where say there's four of us there and we know when we're going and it's my turn to go and i know it's my turn to go right then I always see another dude over there who he knows that I'm supposed to go before him. But what does he do anyways? He goes, don't do, don't wave me on when I know it's my turn and you, yeah. you know, it's not your, like, what, what is that? Like, what would you call that? What is it about that dude's personality that makes him go? I know it's that dude's turn, but I think I am going to tell him to go. Who is that guy? It's control guy. It's control guy. He, he has to feel like he is in charge. You know, he's the one who, whenever there's a storm, you know, everybody's trees are down. He wants to bust out the chainsaw, not to help them, but just to make it that he, you know, he, he knows what the fuck is up. Uh, and he needs to just sit in his fucking house and not go and not help anybody. Just stay in there. You know, he's he's that guy. Help yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nobody, <laughs> nobody wants your help. Just get the hell out of here. I can cut up my own fucking trees. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm looking at some of these comments. I know I, 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 I about to alienate all the women listeners. Here's the thing. I'm not trying to, I'm just pointing out what keeps happening. That's all. It's not alienation. If it's true, I feel like there's just, there's going to be a lady and she's just going to go when she wants to. That's well, that's okay. Yeah. I mean, look, I'm not mad look. about it. I'm just no, pointing out I mean, what I noticed. Ladies, you got to understand. Uh, this is because your assertiveness is why we love you. Okay. The <laughs> aggressive nature you, and you just got to live with it. And it just so happens that in that particular mode, uh, it's just not suited to your skill set. The assertiveness helped you to get uh, a godlike uh, boyfriend or husband like me. Okay. But your assertiveness <laughs> sucks at a four way stop. So shut up. Get home and be assertive with your husband. <laughs> I like that. Um, yeah, the reason the reason I was thinking about that is because uh, just the other day I was at uh, what is that intersection Eighth and Quincy, kind of like right by Eighth and M Six. Um, okay, yeah. I was there and it it was clearly my turn, and the, this lady at the stop just started going while I was going. And then she was mad at me, even though it was my turn. You know what I mean? So that's that's right. why I got fired up about it. Because I right, was like, right. she, she she did this thing to me as I was, she was driving by. She was like, you know. Oh, yeah. Like, she's she, mad. She's mad at you. Yeah. And I was you, like, I, it's my turn. I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. You did it appropriately. And because she's, like I said, she that's the way they are. And I it, it, it's I know it's uh, like, oh, well, yeah, it's bullshit. But, yeah, you know, it's 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 not. It's exactly the way it is. 
and and it's also important to note that there was a time um uh I don't know why it was but all of these intersections in these out of the way places like you described um they're they're only four way intersections because someone's died yeah at yeah. one point they were only two way intersections and you know what you're supposed to do when you get to a two way intersection you stop and you look to one way and then you look to the other way and see if anyone's going to kill you. Right. And then, <laughs> and then uh, you drive through. Well, uh, that has led to deaths. So what happens is someone has to die and then they make it a four way. And then as soon as someone dies, you put up a roadside uh, cemetery, you know, that you got to leave there and you can't take it down. And it's horrible. And uh, then you, there's a four way stop. So everybody slowed down because nobody knows how to fucking drive. I will say though, I will say, um, oh, roundabouts. Oh, don't even get me fired up about roundabouts. You know, I, mean? I, I, roundabouts are a good idea in some spots for sure. And I, they work to be honest with you. Uh, but sometimes they don't work when people get to the roundabout and they go, I'm just going to sit here and wait for a couple hours. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> that, that does fire me up. Um, well, yeah, it, yeah the thing is work a lot of times. Uh, uh, my wife and I just had a discussion about that and, uh, she's like, well, I, it, there, there was, I don't want to say confusion, but I'm going to sound sexist here and, uh, it's okay because I'm correct. <laughs> Women don't understand. You don't, you don't understand. And it's so simple. And I'm going to make this so easy for you. When you're in the roundabout, you have the right of way. That's it. You wait for your the, the path to clear, and then you go in the roundabout. As soon as you have the power of the roundabout, you can keep going around in circles for the whole fucking day. Nobody can get in your way. You the have the power the in the roundabout. As soon as you're out of the roundabout, you're no longer in the vortex. It's like Stargate. You can't, you can't just go in whenever you want. You're going to cause an accident. That's Andrea a- writes, she knows how to use a fucking roundabout. That is a lie. No, you don't, because you have a vagina. Oh. <laughs> I just you're just smiling back there. That's funny. <laughs> um, here's here's what we really need. We need a history lesson and some homework on uh, who came up with the, the round, like the name roundabout. You know what I mean? It's like I this I like thinking about history in terms of when things were come up with, and you know somebody built one and then they go. Hey, what should we call this thing? And I'm maybe it started from like Britain or something. And some dude right. just looking at it, he's got a spot at sea and he just drank shit and he goes, I'd call it roundabout. You know what right. I mean? Like roundabout. It's come, I don't know. Yeah, it's uh it it could be like that uh, for anything. Like in New Jersey on the roadways, you might not even know this. You know how in Michigan there's a thing called a Michigan left? Uh-huh. In New Jersey. It's called a jug handle. A jug handle. Yes. Nice. And so if you, if, when I first moved to New Jersey, you asked somebody where something is and uh, like, oh yeah, you go uh, about two miles down. You got to take the jug handle at uh, Quaker Bridge Road and then you got to uh, head up. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? A jug <laughs> handle? Stick your, what do you mean jug handle, you asshole? So anyway. Yeah, I, I, I understand completely. Like, why is this called a microphone? Who's the guy that said this is going to be a microphone? This is a dog. This is a cup. 
it's crazy stuff it's some, ah. it's, yeah, it's it's some stuff it's the only stuff that matters really yeah it's, I, it's it's uh I, I noticed that a lot of what we talk about with you centers around traffic uh kyle if it's not zipper merge it's yeah uh, about it's four-way stop it's uh, that's definitely a case of me driving around all the time for sure. Huh? Once once dumpster divers gets bigger, once people keep giving us hundreds and hundreds and thousands of dollars repeatedly right. and we get bigger and I can just be in the office all the time, I'll probably talk about water coolers, printers, um, whiteboards. <laughs> we can talk about whiteboards a lot in the future. I don't know. Shut up. Shut <laughs> up. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut you loose. Uh, I if you're out if you're driving, be safe out there. If people see you, make sure they honk. And uh, you and Emilio have a good one. Okay. Sounds good. And uh, we'll, I'll be looking forward to uh, people renting dumpsters from us. Let's just I want to do some demolition soon. So if you guys need some any demo in the basement, let me know. So when you say that, you mean like rip out walls, uh, rip up floor, rip out walls, rip out. We'll we'll do anything. Okay. Well, we'll do regular stuff. We'll, just, you know. just, I'm going to have them, if they want to do any type of junk removal or demolition, they just call or text 616-375-9962, and then you'll take care of the rest. And that's all. That's We'll do it. All right. Very good. I'll talk to you down the road. Okay, buddy? All right. See you guys. All right. Go Lions. Go Lions. Kyle from Dumpster Divers. Aram says, can you paint? Eric needs that up my god <sighs> i like having kyle in here he's just uh he's just fun to talk to let's just paint the basement it's not that simple okay i work a lot every day 12 to 15 a day every day okay so when i get done with that i want you know what i want to do I don't want to do anything. All right. Uh, the incomparable Adam Goldstein joins us. Check out his channel on YouTube. He writes oldies rule. New music stinks. He is referring to your old pal, Eric Zane being an oldies DJ. Big 101.3, the fun hits you know. Yeah, I, I take great offense at Bill V, Bill Van Dutch, saying that's puking. That is not puking. Uh, again, I uh, my, my normal speaking voice is this. And there is no way in hell that I can say, I want to hold your hand by the Beatles. On big 101 point. I mean, I sound like a cynical, snarky asshole. If you wanted that, you listen to free beer. Okay. You got to dress it up. You have to announce, especially in that format. You're speaking for 15 seconds at a time. You must keep the momentum going. You have to have that type of enthusiasm and excitement. That's what that is. You asshole, puking bullshit. I'm a professional. In fact, if you were to compare how I sound on the insane asylum to how I sound on the oldie station, you would see there's a vast difference. I sound very different 
because of the style of music. On uh, uh, on the Insane Asylum on Q100, hell, man, I'm like half pissed all the time. By the way, you are going to love this week's edition of uh, JC's Tales from the Road. Aram says, I will tune in online every hour if you talk like Easy Rhyme playing the hits. Nineteen eighty-six. I'm gonna wanna hear those phone calls. I'm gonna wanna hear those phone 751 calls. 751 is the number. Is the number. Let's hear your suggestions. Let's hear your suggestions. Let's start it off right away. Start it off right away. With Run DMC. Run DMC. Together forever. Together forever. Hey yo, man, can we see the mics, man? And I say 581 FM89. This is my high school. Aram says, where did you learn to overpronounce the S sound? This uh, radio station. Student run, teacher run. I think it's called like impact now. Something like that. Hello? Hello? It's impossible to get a hold of anybody these days. It's like they see the number and they're like, uh uh, nope. Nope. Jason Schaefer says, what about. Ice T. Oh, MC Ice T. Oh my God. I love him so much. All right. Sign up for gun school. In fact, gun school goes on tonight at Prince Army. Call or text Steve Prince, 616 204 1705. Reach out to him if you would love to carry your pistol concealed. You don't need to own a gun to take the class. In fact, I don't recommend buying one beforehand. I recommend going to the class. There's a portion of the class where there's range time, and you can shoot a variety of different pistols to see what you want to carry. Could be a 40 cal, could be a 9 millimeter, could be a 38, a 38 revolver, 38 uh, with a magazine. Uh, hell, maybe you even carry a 22. I don't, I don't know why you would want to do that, but, uh, but, uh, some people do, uh, anyway, in order to carry a pistol concealed in Michigan, you must uh, take this class first. And so, uh, go to either princearming.com. That's P R I N C E arming like Prince charming minus the C H or call or text 616-204-1705. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage invites you to reach out to him when you're ready to get a mortgage. Oh, we can't get a mortgage. We're just going to keep paying rent to this 
this uh, scuzzy slumlord. Okay, you might be right, but I suggest you get on Mario's radar. Perhaps he can make something happen for you. He's done this in the past. And, uh, you know, and if you have an issue, maybe your credit stinks, bankruptcy, divorce, uh, that happens. You're trying to fix it. Uh, how do you do that? Well, a great way to do it is get a mortgage and pay on your mortgage on time and improve your credit score. Truth be told, you won't get the best mortgage uh, interest-wise if your credit's in the dumper, but at least you're paying on something that's yours. Then you redo the loan in a year and a half with a better rate. You keep doing that. You work your way up. If you don't have any credit issues, that's fine. Mario will make that an easy process. That's going to be an easy process for you. This is a client of mine that is uh, accessible from anywhere in the U.S. with the exception of four states, South Carolina, Maine, Hawaii, and Alaska. Call Mario at 231-332-6505. What's up, buddy? Good morning, Bill Simonson. You are on the podcast. I wanted to inform you of that. Uh, thank you for following uh, Zane podcasting rule dash one a, which means as long as the lions keep losing games, you'll keep ripping me. You know, it's uh, it's I, that game bill and you're right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's getting ugly already. I mean, what the hell? You know what? At halftime, I'm at Pepino's in downtown GR full house packed place going crazy. It felt like we were watching a playoff game yeah. there with Joe DeLeonardo, the owner of Pepino's. And I was ready to drive to your house when that game ended and just stay on my horn right in front of your house oh my and say up yours. And then by the end of the third quarter, the place looked like somebody pulled the fire alarm. <laughs> You know what's uh, something about that man is I is is I love them and I and I I'm not even bashing them I I love the Lions I really do I would love them to win and uh, and I, I but I I went to bed at halftime because I had a very very bad feeling and I and I think you covered it on your show when you said that at that point in the game before the first half ended they kicked a field goal and then yes and then most Lions fans didn't want to believe it. But that was no. that was a bad thing. Uh, we've been down that road with the Lions where they settle for field goals. Look, uh, you know, now Collins, it looks like he's going to be traded. Derek Barnes, a linebacker with faster speed. I just, you know, I, I, I will say Dan Campbell, what really concerns me for the first time, okay, and I, again, we didn't, we didn't have a gauge until we got to games, but – but Dan Campbell is the head coach having a lot of after the game, we should have did this commentary reminds <laughs> me of Matt Patricia. Oh no, no, don't say that. No. Well, uh, you know, again, I'm going to give them, I'm going to give them the year. Uh, but <laughs> you know, when you, when you say, well, you know, we should play Derek Barnes, who is their fastest linebacker. I'm thinking, well, we all watched preseason. We all watched his limited playing time against the Niners. Right. If, if I can see it, Eric Zane can see it, and the Zane Nation and the huge show listeners 
Well, how can you coaches not see it? And the problem you get in the NFL, Eric, is that guys they're paying, they have to play. They do. It would be like it would be like Ben uh doing your show, <laughs> but you sit with your one eyed animals out back chasing squirrels. Oh God forbid we can't you know. That's a that's that's a, a great apt and disgusting example. Uh, but, but I just you know when, when when he's saying hey Anzalone played really great and I'm thinking what game are you watching? <laughs> this this is what concerns me now more than losing my bet, which I'm almost ready to <laughs> wave the white flag and <laughs> we're two games in with you and my. My infamous, you know, five-month-long prediction: uh, Stafford oh. will lose more games, and uh, oh my God, Goff will you can just flush? Can I say it? Flush that shit oh. right down the yeah, toilet. Yeah, you can say whatever you want, and I'm not even gonna. Oh you know what? God. I'm not I mean, even. I'm not know, even. But but my my bigger concern is when coaches. We've been down this with the Lions when they start to board. The Detroit River SS denial, <laughs> and and they don't see, they don't see, the the faults in the team, right? Because they signed this guy, or Anzalone played with him in New Orleans, and you know I'm going to be stubborn and hold my ground. Now I will say the move of getting Collins out, he's still a Patricia guy. You got slack there, but man, this Baltimore game. And you got Lamar Jackson, the most oh my athletic God. quarterback in the league, obviously. Yes. If, if they don't give a four-quarter effort. Oh. Bill, this is incredible. Your 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 tone is, I mean. It, no, it, my tone, my tone is defeated. That's what you hear. <laughs> my tone, not only. I feel I'm bad. I'm going to have to do a month-long training yeah. fasting. I'm going to have to beat Tom Hanks uh, <laughs> get ready for Castaway. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna have to. I'm already thinking, you know, January. I'm, I'm looking at right after Thanksgiving. I'm gonna do like a four week massive yeah. training thing. Yes. Because if I don't lose some weight, I'm gonna have. A, I'm gonna have a crack as big as the one in your no, driveway. Listen to me. Hanging out of those speedos no. while I'm washing your car because I'm not winning that bet, and I really believe that unless, unless, unless they can bottle. What they did in that first half without settling for that field goal, unless they can bottle that for four quarters. Let me ask. Start to play like that on Sunday, and 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 Campbell gets out of denial publicly. uh, Then, then I have a shot at six and ten. I really do. I mean, but I'm I'm almost. You know, I think sometimes in life, man, we gotta wake up and we gotta look in the mirror and you gotta say, "No, Bill." Uh, you effed up on <laughs> the bet with Zane. You effed up on golf will win more unif- or more games in a Lions uniform than Stafford. <laughs> it's sports. It's not the end of the world. Hug your children. Love them. Wow. Love your family. Call your mom. Mom, I haven't talked to you since the football sure, season started. Sure. She goes, Bill, what in the hell is that bet I'm reading on Facebook you did with Zane? Yes, and, yes. And I'm like, I, I, I'm, I'm telling you, you know, Dan Campbell's never been a head coach. And I don't like I don't like anything I heard after Green Bay because we've all we've all seen it. That really good man, Mariucci, right? A good guy, a great resume, great on NFL network, right? Is that we've seen that once they get indoctrinated into the Lions culture, 
it, it's almost an impossible avalanche to dig out of. That, and, and, and that's a, that's a very mysterious thing to me. Um, and I, I don't, um, and I, I, I don't know anything, but I mean, if you think about it, do you remember on draft night when, uh, 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 what's the guy's name? Brad, the, uh, the guy who's a GM. Brad Holmes, Brad yeah. Holmes, a GM. He was him and Mrs. Ford and, uh, and, and, uh, uh, what do you call it? Dan Campbell. I mean, I loved watching that uh, view from inside the war room. I was like very excited for them because of who they drafted. And I thought to myself, this is just that alone is, is uh, enough for me to uh, uh, like. There was a lot there to like, okay? I still like them. I still like yeah. them. You know, and, and, that, and the offseason is what gave me hope. And I'm hoping it's yeah. not false hope. That, yeah. That's where I'm at, Zane, right now, that uh, you're holding up an Eric Zane Show podcast, big round thing with 10 of your listeners dressed up like bad firemen and you're telling me jump and I'm saying I'm not going your little trampoline. I'm not jumping. And, and, but I, I will say that there are things happening that we watched in preseason, how slow this team was. I get it's a new system, but Dan Campbell telling me in the world, Anzalone's playing well, and he's, he's, he's rated by pro fo- uh, fo- Alex Anzalone, uh, Dan Campbell saying that that he's playing well uh, and he's rated one of the worst by Pro Football Focus, which is you know a little bit deeper analytics. Right, right. Uh, but you know, putting Derek Barnes in is a good move. But I'm thinking, you know, if you're not going to play your best guys, and I get you're paying people money, but it's a Patricia guy. You know, if you're going to go all in on this culture cleansing, then get rid of every damn guy Patricia brought in yeah. that isn't that isn't performing. Yeah, I just get rid of him. It uh, he already has the look, and that's unfortunate. I oh, want to look. You just said it. You yeah, said it, the dude. Look. The look. He had he had he had a, a a Zoom press conference with the media, and he had the look. Yeah, he had he had the look. It's and, famous. And that look is that look is okay. You go to the you go to a wedding reception, and a best friend's getting married, and the and and there's beautiful women there, and you're like, this is going to be the night of my life, and you wake up, and you, and you're with the most ugly girl on the planet. <laughs> the look, the look. <laughs> uh, James uh, James writes on. Um... Twitter. He wrote, uh, hey, he wrote, hey, Bill, thank you for 20 years here. My highlight is when I co-hosted an hour with you a few years ago. And then he says, it's great chemistry with you and Eric Zane. He says, you you could, you guys could have a weird, but a very listen worthy show. And your chemistry is great. Now you and I have talked about this. Yeah. Hey man, I, I really believe that before our careers are done, you and I will do again. There's no, there's no concrete plan. No. We don't control no. radio stations, but we're gonna. I, I believe it too. I, I think you know. That's why in my, you know, on the huge show Facebook page, uh, I did. You know, hey, 20 years today, uh, 20 years ago started in Michigan, and you know, there's photos of the ESPN game day in Kalamazoo and. Uh, we had people, you know, show, yep. get our logos and faces yep. and mugs on TV. Pellerito. I still, oh, I love that. And then there's, then I, I included the photo of one of the funniest things I've ever seen 
was the Griffins uh, inside Van Andel Arena promo following the Happy Gilmore clips we filmed at Railside Golf Club yeah. with Kayser playing uh, Bob uh, Bob. Barker, yeah. Right? yeah, no, he oh, well with yeah. you. He did. Uh, he did. He reenacted Caddyshack. Yeah, can't. No, it wasn't Caddyshack. It was Happy Gilmore. Well, um, he, I, he did. He did Caddyshack the first year. The second yes, year, yes, 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 did, yes, yes. He did Happy Gilmore, and you played Happy Gilmore. You Correct. had your Griffiths jersey on. Yes, and you and, and you got punched by Kaiser. <laughs> <laughs> did you know that I broke his ribs? Yeah, really? when I when I went into the water, shot for shot, uh, reenacting that scene, he goes, I go, well, Bob, I, well, how do I hit you? He goes, oh, just tackle me. Just tackle me hard. So I did. It turns out that accidentally I, I busted his ribs when I landed on him. <laughs> uh, that was out at Railside, I think. And yeah. So I included that photo we took and just uh, and a lot of great memories, man. But, you know, uh, with the move to 96-1, the game in Grand Rapids now and adding on, 93.5 and 99.1 and 94.7 HD Channel 2 in Detroit on the Roar. And yeah. I, I just believe, too, Eric, I really think it's one of those, uh, it's a, it's a Drew and Mike, it's a weird chemistry that people would never, ever think, if you listen to us individually, that we would ever mesh. And I really do. Right on, I believe man. I think so, too. We're going to do we're gonna do something big. Well, we are. I what's, just you know, uh, getting settled here on ninety six one and uh Well what's uh what's also uh I don't know if it's a Joe Rogan like podcast where we're both rich and we just really can tell everybody we really connect ourselves. Right, yeah. Well, they would they would love that. But I you know, and I just revealed I, I tipped the audience off. Uh, I could only hang on to the gag for a week that I'm not uh working for uh iHeart, but I did finally fill them in, so I'm I'm spinning oldies. So, you know, we're in the same building. You never know what's going to happen. No, Eric, I, I tell everybody at iHeart that, you know, you've got to find a way to uh, get him on air. I mean, I, and I'm talking beyond, you got a great voice. I know I heard you, uh, the high school intro with Rick Berkey and those guys, you voiced it. You just, your PA work at Van Andel, just your podcast. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. For the Zane audience, uh, it's just, it's really cool, and, and and you've grown as a broadcaster because when you got to do it by yourself, Eric, and I've done it by myself. I mean, I have guests in the studio once in a while and everything, but I tell everybody the toughest thing in radio, and that's why when people say, oh, you just work three hours a day, I go, the toughest thing in radio is to turn on a microphone in a studio with nobody in it. Yeah, I found that out. That was, uh, I, you know, and I, that was a new level of respect for people like yourselves and, and Rush Limbaugh. Uh, forget the fact that you're wrong on everything, but the fact, but uh, it, it's just doing it. Doing it is not easy. Uh, no, it's not, man, and, it's, and it, it takes time. And that's why, you know, I'm 20 years today in Michigan, and into my 30, it'll be 30 years April 15th of this spring are coming up in 2022 and it just takes a lot, man. And I'm, you know, I'm really re-energized with 96-1, the game in Grand Rapids now is our flagship station, adding the three platforms in Detroit. And there, I'm telling you, dude, especially now as we talk more, because 
we don't have a lot of the radio stress that we had before. Oh, yeah. Because you know, I'm working <laughs> with Marty Boer and Michigan Sports Network, and you're doing your thing with your podcast. And the iHeart people are just really awesome. Yeah, they really to work are. With. And, I, and I did love Bruce Law over at Cumulus. But, man, Eric, I do think about it. Man, I think, you know, what's our angle? Do we do just a kick-ass podcast that we can get crazy numbers? Does a radio station you know pick us up in the morning and and we do our advertisers like you do and we make our own way do we create our uh, a network do we do a syndicate a, another show statewide that's on 10 till noon in uh, the morning that is just about lifestyle and everything so yeah we can yeah, just sit gonna, there and we're fight do something. We're, we're both aggressive we'll, we we'll get something done just sit there and argue and then and bust each other's balls we can People love that shit. We, we've done 30 minutes yes. and i i don't think we talked about we had no script we had you didn't, i didn't know your call and i saw you call and i'm thinking oh that sob is gonna start talking <laughs> about the bet again oh my god yeah i figured you know it's uh it's just crazy though but uh that we can do that so i'm i'm just i'm just thankful for that i'm just thankful. i don't i got to you know seriously i heard should have you filling in for um when steve kelly goes on vacation well, that was, for wood radio that was the plan that, yeah go. that was that was the plan uh the last time i worked there uh i was actually um going down that road because he does need time away and um Phil Tower, who is no longer there, he uh, he's like, yeah, I want you to do that. I go, well, that's no problem. I mean, it's it's just all it's it was just do a little uh, review of what you need me to do, and then the company went down a road where they you know they had a big purge, and I was part of that, and that's why. But for the first time ever, I didn't burn a bridge. Normally, when I get fired, I, I, I it, it's bad, you know. So there's three radio companies in West Michigan. Uh, hey, I, I just I, I tell people now when I leave a station, and I haven't changed a lot no, in my career, no. that I just tell them thank you and move on. And, yeah, I used to be like if an advertiser stopped advertising and they went to the competition, oh, yeah. you know, I, I I made it seem like, you know, I'm Putin, I'm in Moscow, oh, yeah. guess what? Missiles are coming your way. Oh yeah. <laughs> I still do that. I I'm, I haven't grown up. I still want to fight. You, you just, I, even with our bet, when it starts to go sideways, you are just, you, and I love it because you swoop right in. You don't waste a second. You're like, I'm here. I'm here. You're dead. You're dead. <laughs> oh, I love it, Eric. And oh, it is cool, man. I, and I think you back with iHeart. I think they see that too. I, I haven't talked to anybody, but I will be uh, your biggest cheerleader uh, when I tell them, hey, man, uh, let them fill in. Or what we could do is if Bikita and I'll, I'll convince them if Steve Kelly and Bikita go on vacation, Eric right. and I need to fill in on well, Wood yeah. Radio mornings. Hell yes. That would, no, now that, if, okay, this is what we do. We walk in there, we say, all right, no traffic, no weather. No feel-good interviews, nothing. Just, and then, okay, you got 15 minutes per hour of commercial. We're going to talk for 15, we're going to talk for 45 minutes. We're going to play 15 minutes of commercials, go out, smoke cigarettes, come back, and start it all over again, and then we're going to burn the place yeah. down. You go, let's check it with traffic. You know, I'll check it with traffic. Yeah. You know what? None of you can drive on the ass car. Yeah. Slow down, stupid. No, well, we we might be better off filling in for 
Barkley than we would for Oh, Justin Barkley. Yeah, he's a patriot. Yeah, I, I love it. Is that, oh, you I know. know. It's, a, it's like, how about Bertuzzi being singled out? Like, oh, that's what horrible. Gonna, what are they going to do? Give him the uh, scarlet letter U on the forehead now? Yeah, well, they should. They should jab him right in. Uh, oh, in yeah. You, you, it's his choice. No, it's not. You got to take two shots, and when he's sleeping, you just jab him. <laughs> oh my lord, he he has his person. I'm I'm vaccinated. My kids are vaccinated, but man, I I can't force other people yeah. uh, to to do things medically to their body. I, I wish we could. I, I wish we could. Uh, he's gonna win a Herman Cain award. Uh, you're, is it? Is it? <laughs> he can't go to Canada for the games. Yeah. But based on where Canada's at right now, that's not a bad thing. Is that uh, we're, you're telling me, Eric, yeah. that Tyler Bertuzzi, who you know, who, who came through Grand Rapids, yep. the Griffins, I, I know his mother. I know his mother. Your, you got the same sport coat you wear at every game. You got yep. all that stuff you do. Okay. That you're his personal choice to not vaccinate. See, this is what I knew in sports when the pandemic hit in March of 2020. I said that uh, in sports, you are gonna get. You're gonna get uh, locker rooms, clubhouses, whatever the sport is. You're gonna get them start coming apart at the seams over this. And I think, yeah, Bertuzzi's public, which it's it's kind of crazy. How does your medical information get public? And I don't know that. And I don't know if it was Stevie Y who said it or how it got public. But you know, it'd be like. Hey, good morning. It's uh, 7.15 at Wood AM. I'm Bill Simonson, throwing in for Eric Zane. Eric, by the way, Kent County Health Department just released. Uh, you got gonorrhea. Uh, so. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, you, you know. Got, you're the only person right now in this studio with gonorrhea. Gonorrhea. Uh, are you going to get tetracycline? <laughs> I, I, you know, I have never had. Have you ever had a sexually transmitted disease? Yes or no? So, you know, a lot of rain today. There's been a lot of rain. <laughs> I have never, well, I haven't had a lot of sex with multiple women. You, oh. though, you were a bachelor for a long time. No, oh, I was a bachelor till 41. Yeah. You were 42. a bachelor, and then didn't you marry a lady who was like 19? She was like 23 when oh I was 41. Oh, my God, Bill, that is incredible. Yeah. Yeah, it was incredible. Oh Jesus! For and then uh, and I had I had three kids with her. Yeah, adopted her two older kids and uh, had a divorce, so I covered it all outside My of winning God. the lottery. Now, do you still? Uh, let, let Let me ask you this, and stop me if this is too much, but has it gotten to a point where you can see the young lady who she's probably like thirty now and say, "Hey, uh, how are you? How was your day?" Or is it still like, eh, "I think we just uh, move on." Uh, just move on. No. But, you know, I, I will say with turning 60 um, on Sunday that, you know, now I've realized you're, when you start to get the double decade gap. Yeah. Yeah. You, you're, 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 I, I can't date any woman no. below 40. Now. No. I can't. No, no. I in agree the 50s, with you. In your, in your early 50s, you can date somebody who's 35. It's not that weird. Oh, I, I right? think it is. I think it's horrible. I hate okay. it. Well, I mean, uh, so if your daughter came home, how old are your daughter? Your oldest daughter is what, 25 now? 24. 24, okay. So uh, if she came home with a 42-year-old oh. guy and they wanted to get married, what would you do? Um, 
Well, the shotgun has a very strong stock, and I'd hit him with the butt end of the, of the shotgun. First, I'd point it at him, and then I'd do the flipperoo and say, speak into the microphone. Whammo. And, and if she loves him, and oh. he can, no. he can, uh, you know, she, she's pretty independent anyways, but if they, if they get along and they love each other, yeah. Yeah. I mean. Well, you know I'm, what? I'll even. Would you look at the guy as a perv? Yeah. Um. I don't know necessarily because she'd be of age, but yeah, but uh, you know it, that's just the dad. I, that's the you, you want to be protective of your daughter though. Well, her entire life. I think what I would do for sure is uh, I would say, look, honey, let's just say you stay with this guy till he's in his. You know, it, it, there's going to be a point in time when you're still uh, young enough, but you'll have to wipe his ass. And that's that's horrible to think about. You don't want to be wiping a man's asshole. Here's here, here, here's the vows at the Jenison Jenison Christian Reformed Church. Do you do you uh, vow to wipe his ass when he can't do it himself? Bill, I can I you know I can't imagine how um, you know when you first meet somebody. The hormones, it doesn't matter who it is. The 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 level of um uh um love and lust. I can just imagine how excited you were that a twenty three year old woman was throwing it at you. I know when I was uh thirty seven, I'm trying to do the age math here, thirty six in Austin, I dated a nineteen year old for <laughs> ten months. Oh my god. God, did, She's did you? 18. She was in college. Did you uh, meet her parents? No, no, no. Here's how it ended. One time, um, uh, and she worked at uh, I. I did Monday Night Football watch parties broadcast there. It was when I was working down in Austin. And yeah. One day I'm there setting up early. You know, uh, show was like four to seven there, and uh, a, a guy uh, taps me on the shoulder. Goes, "Hey, Bill," and I'm thinking it's a listener or someone who works here or or there at the bar on 6th Street down in Austin, and he goes, hey, uh, I just um, would like to talk to you about my daughter. And I'm like, <laughs> I go, I go, yeah. He goes, um, could you just do me a favor and and end it with her? Oh, and I'm okay. like, hold on. And he goes, he, this is what he did. It really made me immediately. It wasn't a gun. It didn't brandish a weapon. He said, you know, you're 37, I'm 37, and you're dating my daughter. Do you see anything wrong with that? And I'm like, then I wanted to say, well, you had a kid when you're 18, but I, that's that's Bill Simonson. I'm always going to have a comeback. Yeah. And, and I'm like, well, you should have, you know, you know, wrapped that rascal. But oh. is that, uh, uh, and she was so good. She looked like a young Pamela Anderson. Oh, my God. She God. Jesus. So I, I ended it reluctantly. Oh. And, uh, well, because the dad, you know, well, was yeah. cool, and, 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 and I'm just, you know, I started. It's gross. You know, just well, gross. plus, to be honest with you, yeah, the, you know, the, your conversation pieces with a 36-year-old going, I think 37 where I was, yeah. and 19, you can't have a lot of, no. you know, what do you talk about? You oh, can't. God, it's just awkward. Hell. I mean, it was like even with my wife, at, uh, I think she was just turning 24 when I was 41, whatever it was, and. We didn't have conversation. You know, we had, yeah, yeah. You know, three kids. We didn't. Have, there's not. We had nothing in common. We did. No, you're like, hey, wait, what do you want to talk about today? Well, let's uh, let's have another baby. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
I had three babies in five years. I had uh, uh, Ava, Ace, and Legend. Three yep, babies yep. in a five-year span. That's, that's basically that's a lot of babies. pregnant the entire five years. Bill, I got to cut this short. Uh, I love talking to you. You know that. I'll uh, check you out today. Yeah, on, man, uh, uh, yeah. 96 won the game, the huge show, weekdays at 3 in GR, all across the state, station close to you. Go to the huge show.net if you want to listen on the stream. Keep up the great work, Eric, and um, I'll be conceding soon on my bet, okay? Oh, fair enough. All right. Thank all you, right. Bill. Love you. Love you, too, love buddy. You there you go. Right, the one and only Bill Simonson, another, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, historic conversation with bill yeah i try to ask bill questions that because no one ever asks bill questions no one ever interviews bill he's always given his huge opinion on a statewide web address so i always try to ask him a question that um would interest people are you a degenerate gambler uh, convert, have you ever had a sexually transmitted disease? He didn't really answer that one. I have never had a sexually transmitted disease. I have not had sex with a lot of women. I am not. It's never that type. This is going to drive you. This is. You won't believe this, but I am, when it comes to women, very, very shy. I swear on a stack of King James Bibles. Very, very shy. When I get flustered. If like when Diana was hitting on me, I was like, oh, what do I do? Fortunately, she was attracted to nerds. Craig Shoemaker, uh, Craig Shoemaker is at, um, Spectrum Lanes tonight. Fullhousecomedy.com. If you want tickets, go and see a comedy show in West Michigan. He'll be at Billy's Lounge tomorrow and then back alley comedy club in beautiful Muskegon, Michigan on Saturday. I was supposed to go to that yesterday, but uh, it was not happening. Diana had the blues. Want to stay home with her. Uh, if you don't know what's going on, uh, I shared it on the Patreon yesterday why she has the blues. I can't really say anything other than that. Uh, th- if you uh, need to get your car fixed, you're going to take it to Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Megan from Irvine's won the Asshole of the Day Award yesterday for the uh, her, her uh, torturing behavior towards me in the limousine with her kids. Oh, my. God, I still cannot. But you almost deserve two awards. Ugh. But uh, if you're in West Michigan, or even beyond West Michigan by a bit, and uh, you can manage the drive. I mean, sometimes that's all it takes is to know that you're taking your car to a trusted source to get your vehicle repaired. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and uh, an EV. Uh, call them at 616-532-6600. Or go to Irvine's, and that's E-R-V-I-N-E-S, Irvine's.com. Talked to Carl the other day from Who Are These Podcasts. I will be appearing on that show on... I'm recording it on October 15th, which is a Friday with him. It will be released on Sunday the 17th. 
I'm also appearing on the Creep Off podcast with Vinnie Paulino and aforementioned Carl. He has another podcast called The Creep Off. On uh, October 4th, to be published shortly thereafter. The Creep Off podcast is Carl and Vinny get together, and uh, the topic for the Creep Off could be uh, pedophiles. And uh, Vinny will come up with a pedophile that has been some someone in the course of history with all of the facts of their case and their behavior. Sometimes they have audio to accompany it, and they he makes a case for his pedophile to win the creep off for that week. Carl will have another pedophile. Let's just say hypothetically he goes with a radio host and uh, gives all the uh, creepy details of what that person did. Then the audience votes as to who would win the creep off for the day. They keep scores to who wins the most uh, matches during the year. There you go. I will be sitting in on that show. I also have another scheduled appearance uh, on compound media. To start the month of October, I'm doing another edition of the Eric Zane Show podcast for Compound Media. More details at their website. I'll link it up in the show notes, just so you know. Um, all right. I want to help you with your business. Reach out, Eric at EricZaneShow.com. Just like my friends at Sarah Honda Granville. S-E-R-R-A, Honda Grandville, G-R-A-N-D-V-I-L-L-E, SarahHondaGranville.com, shop online or in person. A lot of the inventory that they're selling right now is certified pre-owned or used because America is in this weird spot where uh, most of the new car inventory is relying on chips to be installed before they can move. It's the weirdest damn thing ever, but they're still selling cars at Sarah Honda Granville. And then finally... When it comes to insurance, you can count on help from Frank the Tank Fuss. He is an independent insurance agent, specializes in anything insurance-related, including Medicare. Go to buyinsurancehere.com, B-U-I, insurancehere.com, and fill out the form. Everything that Frank does for you is free. Okay, you are making much more than an informed decision. He's doing all of the heavy lifting for you, and this is a free service. He gets paid by the insurance companies. Tap into this resource. This is amazing. Buyinsurancehere.com. For Medicare, if you're turning 65 or someone you know or love is turning 65, you're buying insurance on the marketplace. You have uh, insurance from your employer. Excuse me. Maybe you need supplemental insurance. Maybe you need life insurance, car insurance. Uh, maybe you um, have other insurance needs that uh, you're not aware of. You can find it all out at buyinsurancehere.com from Frank. Thank you. All right. Who is the asshole of the day today? Talked about me getting heckled for being on the oldie station. Hate getting hate for being on the oldie station. Uh, good times at the Texas border. Connor McGregor throws like a bitch. Governor Whitmer. Well, there you go. That's it. Governor Whitmer 
is now behaving like uh, what's the asshole in Florida's name? The asshole governor in Florida. Well, him. That stupid idiot. Governor Whitmer. And I'm writing R-E-P because that's what she's thinking like. She locks down all of Michigan, all of last year, and then now has done an absolute 180. Why did well why did you put everybody through all that in the first fucking place? This is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. In my opinion, you were doing great. What the hell did you put everybody through all that for in the first place? Unbelievable. That that breaks my heart. I want you to know that. Uh, this, all of that, uh, has now, I am rethinking voting for her in November based on that right there. That's all it took. Uh, Dean calls her the Nazi. No, Nazis don't go back on it. Dumb, dumb. If she were a Nazi, she would have turned around and said, yeah, mandated all schools and uh, you have to carry a a COVID vaccination card. She's anything but a Nazi. Maybe she was in your stupid mind, you sick fuck. But now she's not. She cannot be called a Nazi anymore. Now she's a fucking Republican. Holy shit. Enjoy the rest of the uh, day. Uh, for the rest of you, I'll see you on Patreon. I'd love to see you there. More podcasting on Patreon. I want to get somebody signed up. So if you enjoyed this podcast, throw five bucks at me and join me on the Patreon. Quit being a cheap bastard. I'll see you on Patreon in a little bit. Have a great one, folks. Bye-bye. MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. From issuance, please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C.